Hi, guys, it's the incredible incel. Today, I'm going to be talking about my experience with martial arts and breaking the myth that martial arts and competitive fighting helps all incels and young men ascend. A lot of the information in this episode will already be common knowledge to the gym cells who've gym maxed. Any gym cell listening to this, feel free to skip this. So let's get into it. Joe Rogan and many manosphere grifters like to make it seem like you can take any random loser, low-value male, and put him into martial arts or lifting weights, and it'll completely change him. I am not attacking Joe Rogan, and I find his podcast entertaining. I just disagree on his points on martial arts for everyone. Martial arts can positively change the lives of many men, and sleeper chads, however, it will not work for all men or all incels. Let's go to the first point that these manosphere guys like to mention. Martial arts or competitive fighting will increase your muscles and confidence which will cause your SMV to increase, and get bitches on your dick. First, yes, martial arts will get you muscles, if you're starting from being a couch potato. However, martial arts will not get every single man a horde of bitches. When I was really into martial arts and fitness, and was competing, I had a six-pack. However, even when I had a six-pack, I was an incel, and still am one now. The reason for that is simple. The number one thing women look for in a man is money. However, when it comes to looks, women only care about two things, height and face. If you are a short cell or an ugly cell, or sub-5 even after style maxing, it doesn't matter how your frame or your muscles look. Women will still want nothing to do with your dick. Muscles only increase your SMV if you have height as well or if you had a sleeper chad jawline hiding underneath your fat. Muscles and frame, however, will help prevent competitive beta men and normie men from mogging you to increase their own status. Muscles will help you in the realm of the competitive male society but not in the realm of the sexual marketplace. On to the next myth that martial arts and competitive fighting gives you confidence. That is a lie. Martial arts do not give you confidence. They give you resilience. People obtain confidence from becoming proficient at a skill or overcoming something hard like my dick. The problem with martial arts is that it is a two-person game. You are not always consistently proficient because your sparring partners are always changing. You can be beating some randoms ass one day, and easily being shut down another day by someone else. Sometimes that even builds up self-doubt in your own abilities, which is the opposite of building confidence. Sparring in the gym is like the wild and the food chain. Everyone who's been training in the gym for a certain amount of time know exactly where they stand. You know the people you can beat. You know the people who can beat the shit out of you. And you know the people around your level. It's the food chain of the jungle, and you know where you stand in the food chain. And a lot of times, this ranking isn't solely based on skill or technique either. In the gym's food chain, there are people who can be the shit out of you, simply by being bigger, younger, more athletic, or having more fast twitch muscle fibers, or better chad genetics. That's why the majority of martial artists are actually very humble. They train because they love the sport, but training is always a reminder to most of them that they aren't the biggest man on campus that they're not the chads. The only ones who get confidence from martial arts are the chads and alphas of the gym. The black belts of a jiu-jitsu gym. The golden glove champion of the boxing gym. The guys who are actively competing in a MMA gym. 
Of course, almost no one starts out as a Chad or an Alpha at the gym unless you were born with incredible genetics. But it is a competitive game, and it is also a numbers game. You are all training to get better, and just because you put in effort doesn't mean you can beat everyone else, who are also putting in effort, and become the Alpha of the gym. The majority of people training at the gym simply become guys at the gym. They train, get better, never become confident alphas, and eventually get older and watch their skills diminish with age. For most of us, martial arts won't instill confidence. It will, however, instill resilience. When you're doing martial arts, you're constantly getting smashed and beaten up. Day in, day out, you're getting your ass beat as you slowly learn. It ingrains anew a big lesson. Losing is not the end of the world. You lose, you get your ass beat, and you simply get back up, dust yourself off, and go the next day for the next ass beating. It teaches you that failure is not the end of the world. It builds resilience and perseverance. Many incels, like myself, are autistic and have mental problems. High inhibition and RSD are big amongst the incel community. Martial arts forces you to constantly taste failure, taste rejection. This actually helps with RSD, something that many incels suffer from. If you actually see any top-level fighter on TV, it's easy to see that they're so confident. Any top-level fighter is obviously the alpha of their gym. They're not just the alpha of their gym. They're also the alpha of their local, regional area in competition. They aren't constantly being beaten down in the gym. They aren't always being forced to reflect on themselves. It's the opposite side of the spectrum. Their gym will usually hire sparring partners for them to beat down constantly to build up their confidence. So they're going to be entering competition, confident and feeling like they can take on the world, because of all the randoms they beat in the gym. All the top-level fighters have something in common, great amounts of talent. These are the guys who enter the gym on the first day and do relatively good even with no experience. Some of them were even beating up experienced guys in the gym when they were absolutely new. Most of us who enter the gym will not have that experience. Just like guys who are alphas at fucking foids will usually still outperform an average normie even if he has a lot of experience with manipulating women, the same can be said with fighting. There are alphas in fighting who will be normies with more experience. Sometimes you'll see a super talented professional fighter lose one fight to a more talented professional fighter, and then never be the same again. They can't be as dominant because in the past, they rarely ever had to deal with failure because of their natural talent. So when they experience failure on a massive scale, they can't deal with it, and they begin to crumble. Now I want to clarify one of my points. Martial arts only give you resilience and resistance to failure. It does not build courage or increase risk-taking. Most martial artists aren't going out there and doing risky projects like quitting their jobs to start their own businesses. Martial artists are in the end, human. Even in competition, most martial artists are not going to do high-risk techniques. Most martial artists are not going to sacrifice a dominant position or even a neutral position to do something super flashy that would cause them to potentially lose if it goes wrong. Courage and risk-taking are not the same as resilience and perseverance. If any of my Intel listeners are still interested in the Joe Rogan myths and doing martial arts, I'm now going to be going on about who should do martial arts, and who shouldn't. Don't do martial arts if you're a short cell. Only do martial arts if you're at least 5 foot 7, 
hell, even five foot six. Unfortunately, I'm older than most incels and also more autistic. I still remember the days before incels, when all we had was men's rights activists. I remember the days when we had a short men union online. A lot of people like to say shit that the average male height is 5 foot 10. I'm going with the old short men union guidelines. Back before incels, you couldn't even join the short men union, unless you were shorter than 5 foot 7. So going with the short men union of old, don't do martial arts unless you are at the very least 5 foot 6. If you're any shorter, you're not just going to get smashed, you're going to get injured. Everyone who's new in martial arts gets smashed. It's part of the learning curve. But short men it's even worse. You're going to get injured. Getting smashed is fine, being injured is a waste of your time and money. Women never get injured in martial arts because all the men in the gym naturally love holding back against women half their size. That way they don't get injured and can actually learn. The issue is, those same men are not going to hold back against a man half their size, because you're a man. They still see you as a competitor simply because of your testicles, so they're going to hide mog you and injure you to increase their status in the gym. Losing to a girl is called holding back and using restraint for your fellow sparring partner. Losing to a midget man is a stain on their ego that these men can't accept. The worst thing about injuries are the financial repercussions. Healthcare is not free because of corrupt insurance companies and corrupt pharmaceuticals and the whole medical system being full of corrupt human beings. Depending on your injury and your insurance, your injury might not be covered under insurance. If you work a physical labor job, you can't work if you are injured which will cause you to lose your way of income after disability runs out. And some jobs will fire you if you tell them that you can't work for a long time because of an injury. They don't fire you explicitly for the injury because that's illegal, but they'll make up a stupid excuse to fire you or just replace you so that your job position is gone by the time you recovered from the injury. All of those financial repercussions just because some fuckers in the gym can't take, losing to a short sell. Besides that, boxing gyms and fighting gyms are all expensive in general. You should be paying your hard-earned money to learn lessons through temporary pain. You shouldn't be paying your money to get injuries and permanent scar tissue. I only have love for all my incel brothers and I agree we all have our own different burdens to carry. But one thing I dislike is when tall cells undermine their height. Height may not help you with foids if you're an incel with other factors like autism and an ugly face, but height helps you with all other aspects of life. Tall cells don't realize how much mogging they don't get from other men simply because of their height. Tall cells have an advantage in so many sports, from running, swimming, soccer, basketball, doing marathons, boxing, and martial arts. The only sport tall cells have a disadvantage in is weightlifting. But tall cells can easily do martial arts and learn without getting injured. If a tall cell goes into kickboxing, they can jab or front kick someone from a mile away, without getting their brains smashed in. If a tall cell goes into grappling, they can simply play a long butterfly guard and keep aggressive big people away from injuring them. That's why tall cells can do martial arts and learn and become better unlike short cells who have to deal with injuries. On to more a positive note on why you should do martial arts. If you're at least 5 foot 6, or if the short men union from the old days has banned you from joining, you should do martial arts. As long as you avoid injuries, 
Martial arts are a great way to get active and have great health. Being in shape has other benefits such as having more energy. When you're in shape, you generally feel better, compared to when you're not in shape. Martial arts are a good way to reduce stress. Another positive benefit of martial arts is that it can give you a sense of community. A place to belong. Again, I am an incel, and I only have love for my incel brothers. However, I would not wish for anyone to be an incel. It is a horrible fate, and a horrible life. I would not wish for anyone to have to deal with the toxicity of other incels. Having a toxic incel community as the only place where you belong is a sad, depressing life. Any other community or subgroup is better than an incel group. I recommend all incels to be part of any other community that's not an incel community. Being part of another group that's not constantly talking about trope discounts and hopelessness will do wonders for your mental health. It doesn't have to be a martial arts community. It could be any other group. But martial arts does give people a community and a place to belong. If you're a short cell, the only competitive fighting sport that I would recommend is boxing. Boxing is the only competitive fighting setting that strictly follows weight classes. MMA, kickboxing, and jiu-jitsu gyms, all have the big guys spar with the small guys and injure the small guys. Boxing gyms are the only one out of them all where they pit guys of a similar height and weight against each other. That way your head's not getting totally concussed from a much bigger dude scrambling your brains while you're new. If you're a short cell, and you don't want to do boxing, I would recommend doing marathons, running, biking, swimming, or tough mother obstacle course stuff. Those are all super hard, and will build up your confidence without getting injured by others. As for the ones blessed with height, I recommend getting into any martial art you want. There's a good chance that martial arts won't get you women or get you to ascend from being an incel. However, I always say this, don't ever do anything for bitches or voids. You should only do things for yourself and to better your own life. Just because you can't get a void, doesn't mean you shouldn't try to make more money, better your own life and your own environment or your health. If you choose to do martial arts, do it for yourself, because you deserve to become better.